Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. He thinks frisbee golf is the sport of the future. She's sticking with football. They are Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. One of the worst starts for Russell Wilson in the history of his career. One of the lowest passer ratings he's ever put up. I mean, it was just a brutal stat line for Russell Wilson. Hey, good morning. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. It is Maggie and Perloff here on CBS Sports Radio. Perloff, sometimes the numbers tell the story and sometimes they don't. I don't think Russell Wilson played as bad as this stat line, but you can point to these numbers and just say Russell Wilson is not the rising tide that's ever going to lift this boat, yet he's being paid like he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. It's a major problem for the Broncos with no easy solution. Huh. You're saying that Russell Wilson's $250 million contract for a one-in-six Broncos is the problem? I guess, of course, Maggie, we know this. But here's my question. What are you going to do about it? There is not a good solution here because... Yes, it might be obvious, but there were still a lot of Russell defenders out there that would look at his numbers and say, hey, it's actually not that far off of Patrick Mahomes' numbers. And, hey, he's not the problem. This is the defense that can't tackle. It's the coaching. It's all the other things around Russell Wilson. And he shouldn't be thrown out with the bathwater, so to speak. I don't think you can make that case anymore. I think we have enough of a sample size where you're not waiting for old Russ is gone. He's never coming back. And... While it might not be all of his fault, you couldn't you couldn't fault the Broncos for really wanting to cut bait with him just a year after they give him like an epic contract extension. This is you can brush it off and say we all know it, but this is a well, massive great. problem that's staring the Broncos right in the face. Yeah, I mean we know that too. How are you going to cut bait with them? So I'm looking at overthecap.com, and not to get too much in the weeds here, but it looks like as far as with the information that the public knows about, right, in terms of his contract. If you wanted to trade him post-June 1 of this season, after this season and before 2024 season kicks off, you'd have a dead cap hit of about $18.4 million. That's not terrible, especially if you're going to start over with a rookie quarterback. I don't think you could have Russell Wilson on the team and then get, like, the second overall pick and draft Drake May or something out of North Carolina and have Drake May starting with Russell Wilson sitting on the bench? When have we ever seen something like that when he's getting paid $50 million a year? Here's the problem. It, there's so much going wrong in Denver right now. And Russell Wilson, I, first of all, I don't think they're bad enough to get the number two pick, which is Right what now they'd be three. Yeah, I don't. I honestly, keep in mind, they lost in Kansas City. 
Like yes. they're not going to win that game. Guess who else isn't going to win that game? 29 other teams in the NFL. Sure. Their defense actually woke up and showed some pride last night for the first time all season. That's true. So if they can play that defensive game, and I don't, I, I will agree with you, Russ is a problem. Even if they go to Stidham, they're going to win a bunch of games. They're going to probably win five games. So I, I don't see them as an easy candidate for number okay. one. I need to see another good performance from the defense before I think they've actually turned a corner here. And oh, yeah. by the way, the trade deadline's coming in three weeks. It looks like Frank Clark's going to be off the team. He was held out He's of the game last the night. Team. Yeah, I get it, but what there could be other defensive pieces that are on the way out. It doesn't matter. They, I mean, there's no, there's three good players on that defense. Just effort. Right, so the I've, fact that there was effort. To me, says there can be effort again. Okay, so they didn't want to get embarrassed on Thursday night football against yeah, the defending so. champs. Is that going to hold up when they're playing Green Bay in the middle of a oh, you know one o'clock slate or whatever in a week? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's hard to stop Green Bay right now. Well, okay, but I'm just saying about the effort. Like you yeah, can yeah. lose to anybody if you don't have that, effort when when you're not in the spotlight and you're just another game that's on amongst the ten games we watch every Sunday. I don't know if you're going to see that effort. Yeah, I think I, I think that Sean Payton woke up and said uh, the whole defense woke up last night and said, this is, we can't be the worst defense in the history of the NFL, which is where they were trending to. So now the question becomes offense. I, I think they will look at Stidham in this 10 day period, but I think there's so many problems. They could block. They could not block Chris Jones. And how many yeah. times did we see a Broncos lineman get up off the ground and say, ah, oh, man, I missed that block. Sean Payton has no idea how to game plan in the 2023 NFL. Was there an open receiver at any point last night? And they have a Jerry Judy problem. They're forcing the ball to him. He's an either a negative play or an interception. Like the dude is just like he he can't get open. And if you're trying to get him involved in the game plan, it's going to be bad for you. Not to sound like our friend Steve Smith, but he <laughs> he's a problem. They're trying to get him involved, and it's just, it just never works. Right. And but this is going to come down on. It comes down on Judy. He's getting called out, as you mentioned, by Steve Smith and the national media. He's getting called out. We'll play that sound for you in just a little bit. And you're going to have Sean Payton who. It looks like the organization has made the longer-term commitment yeah. to Peyton than they have to Russell Wilson, even with that incredible contract that they gave to Russ. It feels like Peyton is here for the longer haul. So who is this going to come back down on? I mean, a lot of it's going to come back down on Russell Wilson. I agree with you. I think Sean Peyton is to blame for a lot of this. But Wilson, it's just it's just not going to happen with him. Yeah. I, I don't think he's like his career is done. He could play maybe for another team at some, at some point. But... And it would have probably be next year. I, I just I think that Russ. I mean, this was this was bad. You can't have a guy who's a future Hall of Famer throwing for fewer than a hundred yards in the game. And listen, one of the interceptions ended up getting tipped, not his fault. The other one was horrible in the first quarter. And even if they were only down three yeah, who nothing, who is he throwing to? Well, even if they're only down three nothing, still the linebacker. But even if they're only down three nothing, this is not a team that's built to come back from any type of hole, even a three nothing hole. It's like yeah. you score first, you're done. Why Sean Payton would go for it on the fourth and three on their first drive of the game? Just take the points. You're on the road against Ooh. Kansas City. Oh come on! You that was a long field goal in bad weather conditions. He had to go for it. I didn't think Butler that was, was hitting from sixty yards last night. I don't even think that was a controversy. Nobody was ripping that in real time. And, then, and also, today they, they were call. rolling. They were rolling. Uh, okay, one thing about the defense: they could not get Kansas City off the field. Blame Russell all you want. How many first downs did? Kansas City have. It was first down, first down, first down. Travis Kelsey had a hundred and something yards in the first half. I know. So it wasn't like I, I didn't one reason that Russ wasn't as bad as the numbers say last night, because I didn't see Russ on the field a lot. They couldn't get first downs. And then Kansas City just kept the ball the entire time. So 
It was a weird game. It, if you watch that game, Russ did not put up a Nathan Peterman-like game. It wasn't like it, those numbers well, yes, were weird. Because he's, he's a future Hall of Famer. He should never be in the same conversation as Nathan Peterman ever. And like it was just it was just bad. I, I can't I can't cape for Russ after what, what were, after you, a game like this. Did you see a lot of bad Russ plays? Like there just weren't. First of all, he the interception um, was bad. There was one bad interception, yeah. and he obviously didn't see Nick Bolton there which has happens to a lot of quarterbacks. But generally, though, there was just nothing. There was nothing going on at all. They barely had the ball. They could run a little. Kansas the City said, yeah. yeah, Kansas City said, go ahead and run the ball. We don't care. We're going to put everybody back in coverage. There was just not, nowhere to go. Sean Payton had no answers. This was a total team failure. But that being said, I was actually a little encouraged by Denver last night. I'm like, oh, my God, their defense didn't let up 70 points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so now we're giving out participation yeah, well, trophies move up. and they moral even, victories. They're 32nd in every single category. Yeah. They move up a little bit in some of these, although they did give up a ton of yards, so maybe not. Yeah, I, I think they'll look at Stidham, and I I don't think it matters. It's, it's irrelevant because they still have this cap problem with Russell Wilson. It doesn't really matter. They've already lost the battle here. So now they just play hard the rest of the season and try and get some positive momentum. And I think Russ is back next year. I, but but in what role? Like he's you can't be that high price of a backup. Like that just doesn't work in the NFL. We never see that. Well, you could definitely draft a quarterback uh, uh, like ten or anyway. I mean, like listen, a lot of quarterbacks sit. Uh, Zach did Zach Wilson start week one? Yeah. Okay. Well, Trey Mistake. Lance was obviously going to start. Did not start, and he was a number three pick. So you could definitely take a guy of five and sit him. That's the way it always used to be. I mean, Carson Palmer was the number one overall, and he sat behind Kitna. Okay. And I think the trend is more towards, hey, maybe we're going to let some of these guys sit. Oh, well, it's listen, not. They, 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 no, everyone's that's not playing the trend. Maybe it should be. but, but I, No, no, that's fine. But Russ, we're just acknowledging that Russ is bad. Like, you cannot win games. So why would you have him play when you have the rookie sitting back there just for the sake of it? Like, that doesn't make any sense either because Russ isn't playing at a high level. You've got to cut bait with Russell Wilson. If you bring in a rookie quarterback, he should not be on the roster. What you do is you bring in someone like your friend Andy Dalton or somebody mm. who can kind of show a guy the ropes. Like, Why not just Russ? Why would you take that huge cap hit for – why sign Andy Dalton for $9 million when you have Russ on – you're already paying Russ. Because I don't think that Russ can be a backup. You know, there was this thing right – Watch watch next week. Well, no, no. I meant multiple you. seasons worth of him being a backup. I mean, if they go to Stidham next week, we'll see how Russ can do. I mean, maybe that's the experiment for moving forward. Maybe they say, Russ, let's take a little break here. Let's run. They might, but I just don't see how you could keep him on the roster after this year. If you, especially if you bench him now, I mean, he's not going to stand for that. He's not going to want that. He's going to ask for a trade, and it's going to be painful. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. They had four passing first downs last night. Mr. <laughs> not not so much last night. They did have a uh, a deep pass interference suit to defend Russ. They just did. He, listen, how many passes did he throw? Twenty two on the night. The best play that they yeah. had was the roughing the passer call that yeah. they basically got bailed out on to score the to keep the drive alive to score the only touchdown of the entire game, which was late in the fourth quarter. Yeah, they did run the ball well. Kansas City did lay back. Yeah, but he only threw 21 passes, 22. How many was it? 20. He was 13 for 22, 95 yards, yeah. one touchdown, two picks. Right. He did Wolf. not did not throw a lot of passes, did not have the ball in his hand. I, I know everyone's talking about Kansas City is not explosive, but they would not give the ball back to Denver at any point. I mean, Kansas City is a new team. 
All of a sudden, by the way, your Buffalo, first. your Buffalo Bills should watch Kansas City. Like, they're an explosive offense that is all of a sudden redefining themselves to be a run, run the ball, yeah. let our defense win the game. Like, they listened to the fans who said, give the ball to Pacheco. So I, everyone's like, oh, the, the Chiefs didn't score many points last night. I thought their offense looked pretty darn good. Like, they were... There was a play in the first quarter where they did a lateral just for fun. I mean, (laughs) Travis Kelsey had 109 yards in the first half or something. Yeah, but see, you and I see something different there with the Chiefs. It it does look a lot different, and who knows what it's going to look like at the end of the season. I'm sure Rasheed Rice is going to look like the second coming, and it's going to be fine. But I see the Travis Kelsey output, and it's like, yeah, that's good. He's also the only reliable receiver they have right now. How you know? so? I mean, Patrick threw it to everybody last night. I know, but to who else do you really like as a receiver on I like that team? All of them. It's, I'm, I mean, Patrick barely threw an incompletion all night. He was the ball didn't touch the ground. Like anybody threw to caught it pretty much. There was a couple plays that d- that didn't work out, but generally, almost every pass play they ran was fine. But I, I think that. They're it's just like, not explosive. Yeah, they're not explosive plays. It's a lot of like stuff to the running backs where you got Isaiah Pacheco with six receptions. You had uh, yeah, because that's what the Broncos Jarek were McKinnon giving. for three. You know, yeah, they're giving it to him. That's fine. But I think this with Kelsey, when you have the nine catches for 124 yards, listen, he's awesome. Longest play was a 40 yarder, which is great. But to me, it's like Kelsey, and when he hobbles off the field, Eddie, as he did at certain times last night, but to his credit, did come back. It, it's not as scary at all without Kelsey and the way his, you know, he's been playing and being banged up. Is he actually going to play a full schedule the rest of the way? I, I already know. missed the he, opener. Dude was a hundred percent uncoverable. Ran out like a house on fire. Yeah. I, if you're worried about Travis Kelsey after last night, I don't know what to tell you. He's probably the best receiving weapon in the NFL right no, now. No, no, I'm worried about his health. I'm worried about him yeah, limping off the field that time. He was he was hurt last week. He came out here and just completely torched the other team. In fact, Patrick could have thrown it to him a few other times. Yep. Patrick Mahomes, by the way, 30 for 40, 306 yards, one touchdown, one interception early in the game when he was just screwing around in the red zone. But, I mean, that's, that's unbelievable. It's probably like the seventh best game of the whole season. 30 for 40, Maggie. It's crazy. You think 30 for 40, you would have more yeah, points than 19. Yeah, but they were just they were protecting their five. lead. They were one for five in the red zone. Yeah, they were just protecting the lead. I think it was pretty incredible that this team has completely redefined themselves. Now they're like, we're just going to have long drives, churn it out. We don't care if we score, keep the defense off the field. And it's working. I mean, I know they lost that week one game, but that's a win. They covered even. I Everyone's like, look, oh, that was ugly by Kansas City. But there was not a moment where anyone in America thought they were going to lose last night. Okay, but sitting on the lead, or this is what Kansas City did in the second half. Field goal, punt, punt, field goal, end of the game. You see a turnover in there? Yeah, that's that's amazing. <laughs> I, that's not what we're used to with the Kansas City Chiefs. How many drives is that? That's, uh, what was that? Like, Six? Like, One, two, yeah, three, four, they're just They're five. slowing the game down. Well, they also got, you know, well, yeah, I mean, Mahomes, listen, if we want to play the process and not the results, Patrick Mahomes took a really bad sack when they, it kept yeah. him in field goal range, but barely to I make it yeah. 19 to eight, to make it a two score game with about, I don't know, four and a half minutes left. See, and then the Broncos, Maj P. Ryan fumbles the ball on the Broncos ensuing drive and that just ended it. See, you're a Bills fan yeah. and you say we should run the ball and we should protect leads. Yeah. But I don't see when the Chiefs do it, you're not comfortable with it. Because I think there's a difference between protecting the lead and just like this wasn't that impressive to me. Because it's not like you're, you know, you're punting multiple times in the second half. It's not like they could move at will and they decided not to. 
Uh, it was like, I think oh, that the Denver Broncos were actually stiffening up a little bit and mm. kind of put up a better fight than maybe the Chiefs thought. Did you, I, I I didn't see the game that way. I thought the Chiefs, after Denver scored, the Chiefs just stormed down the field easily. I felt like Patrick Bones was in total control of the game the whole time. They just slowed it down. He's like, I'm not going to throw another interception. Yeah. I'm not going to mess around. There's no way this team is scoring enough points to beat us. They they do. So if you were trying to lie bet that game, you were out of luck because yeah, no. the Chiefs, the Chiefs had the game in control, and this they've been doing this all season. They're handing the ball off to Isaiah Pacheco. He had 16 carries. When does a Chiefs running back get 16 <laughs> carries? See, yeah. that's what the Bills should do. They should win 19-8 over the Broncos. That well, is a 11-point win in the NFL. Everyone's going to be like, oh, it doesn't look good for the Chiefs, but I think it looks pretty good. The, G- the Chiefs have set the bar so high for what their offense can do. It's just weird to me when you have, like, a – you know, you're setting up for a field goal and then Andy Reid yep. is trying to get cute when it's like a fourth and three or whatever and you try to run this trick play. It's like, yeah. you have Mahomes. Just go for it with Mahomes. No, you're right. Andy Reid tried to keep viewers involved in the game by <laughs> with a couple trick plays. Amazon. With yeah. that double flea flicker thing, whatever. <laughs> like When their offense is rolling, Andy Reid was basically like, you know, this is so boring. Let me try something here to keep this game interesting. And it didn't work because yeah. it wasn't interesting. To get Al Michaels' attention? yeah. I, if Mahomes could play like this, and you think it was bad last night, and he can hit what fourteen different receivers, I think Kansas City is very dangerous. This is, as a Bills fan, I'd be nervous about what I saw last night. I'm always yeah. nervous about the Chiefs. Everyone should be nervous about the Chiefs. I mean, Mahomes just pencil him in for the AFC Championship game every single year. The guy is incredible. So yeah, you have a, so you have okay. Here's the issue: you have a very high bar for what super the Chiefs. Super high bar for what the Chiefs do. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking. I'm always looking for them to make the wow plays, crazy plays. That is the old Chiefs. The new Chiefs handed to Isaiah Pacheco, and he runs like a demon. It's kind of interesting that they're transitioning to this more ball control. The Eagles are doing it too. I don't know if you watch uh, my Philadelphia Eagles, but they're not explosive at all this year. But they're winning by eleven every game. I know. I always thought that was because they have a new offensive coordinator and they're still working it out. The Chiefs don't. Everything's the same for the Chiefs. Yeah. No. But they want a ball control. They're like, we don't have Tyreek Hill. We're just going to hold on to the ball. We're going to go first down, first down, first down. It's really a, a maturation of Patrick Mahomes. Thirty for forty. Seventy-five percent, three hundred six yards. Back to Russell Wilson. I mean, yeah, what do not- you do if here if you're at the Broncos? You're, you're totally, you got to get rid of him after this season. You can't keep him around with a young quarterback. 855-212-4CBS. For him to be the backup, $165 million guaranteed backup, doesn't work like that. 855-212-4CBS. I don't, even the most humble person in the world, I don't think would be able to do something like that. And Russell Wilson still wants to play. He still wants to add to the Hall of Fame legacy and career and still build. He's not going to sit behind a rookie quarterback and be happy about that. 855-2124-CBS. A lot to do today. Pat Boyle producing this morning. Pat Boyle lost a bet to me about Taylor Swift. Not this week. Taylor was front and center last night. But I bet Pat Boyle that Taylor Swift was not going to be at the Minnesota Vikings game. Cha-ching. For losing that bet, Pat Boyle now has to wear Taylor Swift's shade of red lipstick later on in the show. Such a garbage bet. I mean, you really, made it. Really such a garbage bet. You How were, so? You were a loser from the moment you said Taylor Swift was showing up in Minnesota. So what, you you had insider information? No, the internet. <laughs> yeah. Well, the fact that no one had reported she was going to be there yet on a Friday morning, to me, said that she's not going to be there. But yeah, you that's because just... she's, she's a fraudulent football fan. Well, we know that. She's, not a, she's a bad girlfriend. <laughs> I don't care if they're playing in Minnesota. Uh. 
or if they're playing in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Well, that's where Alabama is, but <laughs> name any random Midwest city. I don't care if they're playing in Des Moines. <laughs> she should be there. She should be there. Oh, that's this is such a fake relationship. That that just solidified to me more than no. ever that this is a fake relationship. It's a publicity stunt. It's not like the Vi- the Viking Stadium's nice. It's a beautiful domed arena. Yeah. Air conditioned, beautiful facility. Listen, she couldn't do it. She wasn't showing up to Minnesota. I but, love Minnesota, but she wasn't showing up there, and it was clear as a bell, which means you've got to wear the red lipstick. Wait, if it's a fake, how is she talking to his parents so much? Like that is they're in on she's it. a billionaire. Look at like Donna does she Kelsey. have to sit there and talk to Travis Kelsey's dad for an hour every night? That is she doesn't have to do that. that she is has clear. to do it for the camera. She's Donna, gotta do it for the camera. Also, Donna Kelsey is like um Donna Kelsey can't stand her. She that is very clear. She, she cannot stand her. <laughs> She Travis might not Kel- be able to stand it. She's, Chels bump- she's chest bumping some random guy, and Donna Kelsey's like golf clapping. Like, I don't want any part of this. Get away from my son. I don't want your publicity stunt. She's a fake fan, bad girlfriend. Because she, if she was a real supportive girlfriend, she'd get her ass to that Minnesota game. But no, we're gonna show up. We're gonna show up when it's Kansas City, <laughs> when it's nice and convenient. Poor Donna Kelsey has got to be flanked by Taylor Swift fake relationship with her son on one side, and then Mahomes' wife on the other. I mean, that's a rough, that's a brutal way to watch a game. Yeah. Although Donna Kelsey's getting a lot of shine for She's going to start, yeah, you're going you're gonna to find her at the link every Sunday watching the Eagles game. She ain't going to show up to that that bleep show. <laughs> a lot of shine. What, Donna Kelsey needs more shine? Wasn't she yeah, on the field got... before the Super Bowl with both her sons playing in the Super Bowl? Yeah. She's Somebody, gotten a lot of glow. She deserves a humanitarian award for having to put <laughs> up with Patrick's wife, her other son, Jackson, doing his TikToks. Yeah. And uh, and now Taylor Swift and all the drama that she brings. And not her, her, fake, not and her, her fake son. Fandom. <laughs> yeah, wait. Not You're her confusing other son, the Mahomes family. <laughs> no, just the... Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Patrick's kid, I Jackson, get in the box, in the skybox, yeah. doing TikToks. Strangely makes sense. Patrick's yeah. wife and Taylor Swift. That's a trio from hell. It, it, and you know what? And this is such a stupid <laughs> bet. I, I I feel like I shouldn't have to put the red lipstick on. Well, you're doing it. Uh, Pat, I, this is your wrong story. You got to double down on Notre Dame versus USC this weekend. You're wearing your Notre Dame green. You're a huge Notre Dame fan. It's going to be raining. Aren't you so confident in the Irish? Yeah, I am. We should double down, Maggie. I'm not taking another bet. Uh, you're wearing the oh, red lipstick. On. I purchased the red lipstick for you yesterday at Walgreens. You're wearing it. Well, I appreciate you opening up your purse strings for, <laughs> for Walgreens lipstick. It but costs 97 cents. This is garbage. This is garbage. (laughs) Red lipstick on a man. Come on. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio is where you can watch Pat look like Steve Buscemi from uh, Billy Madison. Big nut guy. That'll be later on. Glad I called that guy. 855-2124-CBS. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. We're just having a spirited Isaiah Pacheco debate. I think the Chiefs are an interesting team because they handed the ball to Pacheco 16 times last night. Andy Reid would rather get root canal than hand the ball off 16 yeah. times. He'd rather I think, eat a plate of broccoli. I think he did those trick plays last night, like the double reverse flea flicker and the fake field goal, because he was bored. I just think yeah. Andy Reid, I've watched him since I'm an Eagles fan, so I've seen him do this. He hates handing the ball off. He hates short passing. <laughs> he wants to blitzkrieg on offense and let the defense stay out there for 40 minutes. I think it's really interesting that they've slowed the game down. You know, it's like uh, actors, like famous actors, where they say, like, uh, I'll do two for you and one for me. Like, two for the studio. Like, I'll do two Marvel yeah. movies, but then I want to do an indie film, you know, for myself because I'm an artist. That's Andy Reid. Yeah. He's like, I'll give you two handoffs in the red zone, but I need to run a fake field goal for no reason yeah. whatsoever. Absolutely. When I could just go for it on a fourth and two or just punt the ball. Al Michaels said that they met with Andy Reid and Andrew Reid, like, I got something for you. Yeah, like, right. It's like, like he's just like, he didn't need to do any of that stuff. Honestly, if he didn't win as much, you could criticize him because it's like, that's your ego. That's not what the game was calling for. The game didn't need a fake field goal or the double reverse at all. You could just run plays and win the game. I think it's interesting that we consider the Broncos won that game defensively and that the Chiefs are my... Travis Kelsey had over 100 yards the first half. Everyone in the stadium, including Taylor Swift, knew the ball was going to him, and there was nothing they could do. Yeah. First down, first down, first down, first down. It was, I thought Patrick Mahomes was close to perfect, except for the interception, which was just pure arrogance by him. He's like, yeah. uh, I'm going to still make this play. I, I'm not worried about the Chiefs at all. I'm a little impressed with the Broncos that they just showed up. I think you said earlier in the show, I mean, they knew they were on primetime TV. You cannot play with no effort on primetime TV. Yeah, but what does that say about you? You know? uh, there's, a, there's nothing to say. They should cut every single player on that defense <laughs> and most of the players on offense. I don't know. Cortland Sutton might still have a little value. Oh, Cortland Sutton shows up last night. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know about that guy. I mean, Judy is not productive at all. They try to get him involved. The first play they throw to him loses about six yards, and that's on Russ. I mean, come on. Let's go to Andrew Bogish, who's got some headlines. Again, we'll play the Steve Smith sound for you, unless this is... Your update, Bogish. Oh, no, I'm leaving that for you guys. Okay, that thank deserves you. Oh, we were extended hoping. conversation. We were, we were hoping that you would uh, take that for us. <laughs> okay, then I can next time, but I was letting you guys have that bad boy. Yeah, we, we will play that Steve Smith sound for you because it's as good as advertised. What do you got for us, folks? Well, you hate to see it. All those regular season wins meaning nothing <laughs> in October. The 104-win Braves bowing out in a DS for the second straight year. Oh. <laughs> you can't say they didn't have their chances in game four last night. Again, the 2-2. He swings at a fly ball out towards deep left center field. Back towards the gap. Phillies trying to get there. A leap and a catch of the wall by Rojas. He had just enough room. He went into the padded wall in left field, went up into the air and brought it down, and he robs the Braves. 
Ronald Acuna Jr. leaving the bases loaded in the seventh. The call from Ben Ingram on Braves Radio. What a shame. Atlanta didn't Stuff. score in the ninth <laughs> either, despite first and third with nobody out. Their season finally ending 3-1. WTF, Brian Snitker. We can do everything right and all that, and you start a series, and you know what? Your offense doesn't get traction. You know, I mean, it can happen anytime. It happens in series over the course of the summer. But I, I don't know that we could have done anything any better or um, been more thorough in what we did with our time off. Yes, we need to keep discussing how detrimental maybe this wild card buy is. His team scored just eight runs in the series, the fewest they scored over any four-game stretch this season. Okay, we need a policy here. I don't think Rojas needed to jump on that dramatic play at the end. He could have just yeah. ran under the ball and Correct. caught it. Yeah. Much like Michael Harris when he doubled off Bryce Harper earlier in the game. So I feel like this is going down as one of the great plays in ba- play- Phillies baseball history, at least our playoff history. But if he had just run under and caught it, it wouldn't have even been a highlight. Yes. I think he made it a little more dramatic by jumping. I would agree. What do you I, think, Maggie? Well, that also could be dangerous because you're trying to create a moment sometimes. It can take your focus away. You know, if they try to pull that kind of BS in the next round, it could come back to haunt them. BS might be strong. You know <laughs> I mean, I he mean. was running into the fence. But I, I thought it was a great play, and I, I actually had to turn the game off. I'm going to be totally honest. I was too stressed. I, I That was ridiculous. The last two innings when the Braves had all those base runners, I was tortured. Yeah, but this is the crazy thing about Vaughn Grisham gets into <laughs> this game with two on bottom of the ninth, Brave season on life support. It's yeah. his first at bat since the middle of August. Like those kinds of things happening in baseball are things that make it maddening because you have this team that won over a hundred games and you didn't have their best players up in when you needed them. So I I don't know why that was the case. I don't know where he was in September, but I think the bigger issue for the Braves not the last you know the th- the days off before this round the fact that they didn't play an important game. Yep. Most of the season because the AL, the analytics was so one sided. So why why wasn't Vaughn Grissom getting at bats randomly in September in case he had to play or to rest somebody else? Yeah. Like why was he off the field for eight weeks and then on this roster? I think to hit in any big spot. guys were so hot and they were so good. I don't think you're taking dudes out of the lineup when they're going after and chasing after these monster numbers. Well, here's a bigger issue. What do you do about the fact that the division winners didn't do anything? Is this a problem for Major League Baseball? Do they have to change the format that the 84 win Diamondbacks are playing the 90 whatever win Phillies? I don't. I don't think you do anything drastic. I think what I, and I said this before this round started. There's no reason why they can't reseed. After the wild card round, the Braves, as the one seed, yeah. should have gotten Arizona in this round. Mm. No, ever, and it might have gone the same way. But we've got chartered flights. We've got plenty of hotel right, rooms. Right. Like logistically, we can do this. Finish the wild card round. Do a quick a quick reseed, and then go from there. I think that's the only thing that needs to be done right now. Because if you look around. What's there's, the advantage of winning your division? Well, but there's yeah. also there's Nothing. baseball yeah. reasons why teams lost. The Dodgers started this, this you know, the skeleton of Clayton Kershaw on a guy named Bobby Miller yeah. in their in their first two important playoff games I like as the Miller. number two seed. <laughs> yeah, don't make fun of Bobby Miller. Yeah, but yeah. They they had they had the, the lesser pitcher in both of the first two games of that series. That's true. As the better seed, that's not the rest's fault. That's the way that they were built and the bad luck of injuries. Well, is that the way they were built? That's not the way they were built. Well, How many guys do they have that are injured? Dustin May and, and Walker Bueller. Yeah. Well, and then the other guy, Urias, is, yeah, is gone. Because of all the accusations against him. Oh, so. but he Trevor doesn't Ballard. count. Yeah, yeah, he's been gone what for a while. What do you mean while. he doesn't count? I mean, that was two years ago. He, he hasn't been there for two years. for a while. He's not, he doesn't factor into this year. Was he on the payroll? I'm just curious. I they, think he is, like yes. They, they, oh, boy. 
What do you do so outside of reseeding, which I, I don't I don't disagree with you there, Bogues. What else is there to do? Are you going to start letting eight teams in now so that just to let the division winners and the top four teams, just so they're not rusty, they, they have to play and possibly get knocked out in the first round? Don't you remember they were toying around with an idea that you get to pick your opponent? Which I think is silly. That <laughs> is crazy. I kind of love it because talk about incentive, trash talk, I mean, building rivalries. Like you, If you're the number one seed, you get to handpick your opponent. That's going to create so much bad blood. I, I think it's awesome. Which is why. It sounds a little XFL-y. Yeah. <laughs> it does. Like spring football league. Listen, XFL, they've got massive bases. You can only do two pickoff moves. Like yeah. Major League Baseball is no, trying everything you're right. right now. It's not the worst idea I ever heard. It's, it's also, what I don't understand is it's also not a bad thing. Like it's okay if the little guy wins sometimes. Like That's I don't true. like everyone's so offended by this. Like just be better. The, none of those teams had to lose I agree. in this round. You're right. I and agree. also, I think basketball at times, except for I know we just had the Miami Heat as an eight seed, went to the finals last season, but that's so rare that it's so chalk in, you know, in basketball. This is great, I think, when you have upsets. That's why we like hockey yeah. players. Right. You know? Well, I think that's why one of the reasons the NFL has been so popular since 2000 is yeah, parody. One and done. And yeah, I think parody yeah. is good. But then, this parody this parody feels different than the NFL parody. I don't know why. The baseball regular season just doesn't mean anything as long as you get into the playoffs. So yeah. I, yeah. people need to stop crying about, oh, oh no, the Braves had to wait four days and now they lost. Well, yeah, just be, like like Bogue said, be a better team. Yeah. Be better. You won 104 games in the regular season. The series itself is a best of five. So if you lose three, you're done. Oh, well, that's the nature of October baseball. Well, and it's, it's hard to be like, oh, sorry, you got to rest and line up your pitcher exactly as you right. wanted it. Like, we're crying for you now, as, as you're saying. I don't know. Uh, they had some injuries, too. But why does it feel like the Phillies were the more confident, better team, too? If you watch that series from afar, you're like, oh, the Phillies are the high seed. The Braves look like the scrappy underdog. Yeah. They just did not show up. The Braves were chirping, too, with Arcia. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And, and then with the, the stuff we're seeing on, on the dugout with the fans. I mean, they they were not focused, I thought, mm-hmm. in, the, in this whole series. And that's what, that's what happens. I mean, Schreier likes to talk. But, I mean, he gave up three runs yesterday. That That, that was the difference. Yeah, Folks, but even even in game got? one, he gave three runs or two runs, however many were charged him. Like, but they didn't hit. Right, that's he gave three yeah. solo homers. That's actually not a terrible start last it's night. Not, they but, need to get offense. Right, right. And can we talk about the Braves radio announcers? I believe it was getting yeah. salty about Harper what is it, doing the yeah. the, throat the throat slash. slash? Yeah. yeah, you knew that Come was going to take people off. Come on, how 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 much of a hypocrite you want to be? You mean <laughs> you mean not say anything about the famous tomahawk chop, for example? <laughs> I don't care about either. But you're gonna get you're gonna get salty over Harper doing a throat slash, and meanwhile your oh, entire a, fan base does a, the tomahawk chop. Oh, <laughs> that there's an insensitivity uh, toward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get lost. Uh, They're booing guys that get injured during the regular season. That's another thing. I mean, it, it comes back to bite you. The only good thing they ever did down there was when they booed Marcelo Zuna when he had like his like yeah. third police issue. Yeah, the but then they, that lasted like seventy two hours. One more thing I will say. The Phillies are a really good team. They were terrible in the first half of the season. Then everybody came back. And like, it's not like they lost to a bad team. And that's the other thing. The Phillies had 90 wins. It yeah. doesn't look great, but they also, they're also they better than 90 wins. Right. After the All-Star break, they were as good as anyone in the right. league. When you go Wheeler and Nola and, again, why am I blanking on the third guy, the third starter? Ranger Suarez? No. No, I guess well, I guess Suarez, it is. But it even Nola awesome. and Wheeler yeah. start a series. That's a good place to begin. That you're going to win a lot of those head to heads, yeah. and you throw a Harper in there. Like that's they're a very very good baseball. Right, team. like the Nationals. Right, they just had those two starters. If you all you need is two starters, and you yeah. can beat anybody.
Yeah, Scherzer and Strasburg when they won. Yeah. Uh, so the Braves can't score. Neither can the Broncos. Eight points, 197 yards in KC on Thursday night football. Andy Reid wants to give Sean Payton a hug. My hat goes off to Sean and, and his his group there. They're trying to build something right there. And uh, that's a, you know, they're, they're working at it. And he's a, he's a good football coach. He's got a good staff and good player. So our hat goes off to them. Hat goes off to him like somebody just died. <laughs> you know, it's like they're talking about the JV team. It's like, well, and our hat goes off. What an effort they put in tonight, guys. Can right. we clap? Let's clap yeah. for the effort. That the Broncos. Wow. He Hats sound, off. He sounds like Nick Saban when he beat South, Southeast yeah. losing a tech 65-3 on September 2nd. Yeah. He thanks that, him for showing up yeah, and, guys and trying hard. hard. Yeah. That might be the low moment of the Broncos season right there. I didn't hear that. That is the saddest football <laughs> court I've ever heard in my life. Uh, Reed also said his defense continues to be amazing, but his offense gave the ball away twice in the red zone, once on downs, once a pick. They scored just one touchdown, four Harrison Butker field goals, for a 19-8 victory. Do you guys know what a scorigami is? Have you heard about this? Oh, was this a scorigami? It was not. I yeah. thought it would be, but once before, 1927, a game ended oh, 19 Oh, that hurts. Who right? was that? Who, I don't know. Yeah. I only saw the year. Okay. It was the, yeah. Can, the I, can Packers? I just say, there's nothing I care about less than the scorigami. I, I must, love it. Yeah. Did you just say like a little tickle down your spine? Yeah. Like, what does this do for you? A score, oh. score got me, by the way, is uh, a score that we've never had before in the history of the league. This right. didn't even turn out to be a score got me. I get no, I get no juice from this. Yeah, the one sentence you just said is where I get the juice from. Like, we've never had a no. random 11-10 game before or whatever. I'm, I'm all in on that. Sweet, yeah. So we never had as boring of a game as we did last <laughs> night. Well, they're not well, always boring. By the way, Eddie Bronco's primetime game is always like 11 to 8 or, <laughs> or 12 to 9. <laughs> yeah. There's never a normal normal score. Unless the score is like 49 to 43, I, I don't care. This is the problem with the score and Again, why I don't care. It doesn't tell you anything about the game. It's like yeah, it's a, it's a unique moment, but it doesn't it doesn't say anything. It's not a trend. It doesn't tell you. It doesn't give you insight into anything. I'm not looking for depth. Oh, okay. I'm not, yeah. <laughs> I just I just need the factoid. That's okay. it. Uh, Deshaun Watson is a wimp or not a wimp? What did we decide on yesterday? Did I think not a wimp. Okay. You, uh, Tom Pelissero said yes yesterday that there's something internal in his shoulder that he's worried about. No, this is a quarterback no. who's paid two hundred million dollars. You're going to go out there and risk it with your shoulder? Okay. So they said at first they thought it was a shoulder bruise, and then it turns out it was actually a rotator t- cuff contusion. That's the same thing. Yeah. Shoulder bruise and rotator cuff contusion is essentially a bruise on the shoulder. It's the same thing. Okay. Listen, far be- I'm not calling him. A, I'm not calling him soft. I'm just saying it's it's rare. You'll agree with me on this yeah. that quarterbacks get clear to play and decide and I pull no, themselves off the field. And we know about it. I and have we're no told idea. by That's the head true. coach that he was cleared to play. Oh, and, and they then, tried to clean that yes. up afterwards. Yeah. But with the general manager, Tom Bellasero, said he couldn't throw the ball ten yards before the game. Well, what are we talking about here? Right, that was then. Court. But now we're wondering after your bye week yeah. and now coming out of the bye. Is it still that bad? Like, Probably. Okay. Why would he? Why if if Deshaun Watson could go out there and throw the ball fifty yards? Why wouldn't he play? I don't think he can. Okay, but even Deshaun Watson banged up, does it give you a better chance to win than PJ Walker? Yeah, but this is not about toughness. This is a two hundred and thirty million dollar investment in a guy. If you had a pitcher who's like, ah, my yeah. elbow hurts, okay. well, tough it out. No, here's the thing, though. Get out of here. It's the same thing. It wasn't the front office that pulled him off the field. It wasn't about the investment. If they, if it was about the investment, no. the front office would have said, there's no way you're playing, or the coach would have said, there's no way you're playing. They said, you're cleared, and Deshaun Watson was right. like, no, 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 I'm not playing. Right, he protected he, himself, which is fine, which is because fine. Because he knows he's rare. got this huge investment, and he's like, I'm not going to screw over this fan base and go out there with an injured shoulder and, and do like Aaron Rodgers and blow out the whole thing. 
No, I, I think that for a quarterback with a shoulder issue, you got to listen to him, right? I mean, this you is know, it's is, fine. They did listen. Moneymaker. It's it's what's odd is them telling us that he was cleared to play, and then I want to know if he can only throw the ball ten yards. How was he cleared to play if his arm was that limited? Just like things things just don't line up. Yeah, with they, the, things don't line up with the Cleveland Browns. That sounds familiar, <laughs> actually. <laughs> Uh, so just another day is what you're telling us. 855-212-4CBS. Thank you, Andrew Bogish. Uh, coming up, we do have this sound from Steve Smith. Steve Smith Sr., the former wide receiver, took a blowtorch to Jerry Judy before the game. You're going to hear what he had to say next. You know, it was a tough night for a lot of people last night. Why can't they give Al Michaels a good game? What's going on here, Maggie? Help our guy out. I, everybody loves Al Michaels. This is this is not good. Last night's game, that was a bad Bad football game. It was not good, and I think the Broncos were a big reason. I mean, listen, I, I agree. <laughs> the Broncos' defense definitely showed up, looked a little bit more spry for sure, but their offense gets nothing going, and maybe we should have known from the very beginning because before the game even started, Perloff, you had Steve Smith Sr., the former wide receiver who is now with NFL Network. He's doing like a preview of the game on the field. And he starts telling this story about how he wanted to go over to Jerry Judy because he had been critical of Judy on his podcast. Apparently, Steve Smith's got a podcast. <laughs> Who doesn't? And he wanted to go over to him to, like, apologize for calling him just a guy. So that's how it started. The word that I've used uh, to describe him in the past was a jack, just a guy. Just a guy. And so when I saw him, he's playing well. I wanted to say to him face-to-face, like, hey, I know I said some things in the past I probably shouldn't have, and I'm sorry. Okay. I don't know where he got the Judy's playing well. I guess he had come off of the game against the Jets where he had, like, 50 yards receiving. Yeah, he, but... he was the leading receiver on the team with 52 yards. Yeah, that's not exactly blowing the doors off, but uh, last night, Judy, three catches, 14 yards, uh, three catches on five targets. Anyway, so Judy was apparently... Not in the mood. Didn't want to hear it from Steve Smith. So then Steve Smith went at Judy with a blowtorch. I'm sorry for saying that you're an average wide receiver, that they eventually will move on. And when teams call me and ask him, should they trade for you? I will say, no, don't trade for Jerry Judy because he's mentally unable to handle constructive criticism from people who watch specifically, can he be a wide receiver? He could be a wide receiver. He's a tier three. Go back into the studio. I'm done now. Thank you. <laughs> Whoa. First of all, our team's calling Steve Smith to ask about wide receiver trades. That's what I'm wondering. Like, come on. I think Steve's, uh, I think Steve's you know, overvaluing himself a little bit here. A big Steve Smith fan. I think I would call him. Because if I could have bottles, whatever Steve Smith had, and yeah. make, give that to Jerry Judy, oh, man, I love Steve Smith. I think teams would call Steve Smith. Why not? I, I don't know. Not that Jerry right. Judy's it's kind of random, right? Not that Jerry Judy's play needs the def- needs the, def- the defending, but come on. Oh, Steve yeah. Smith's calling him just a guy trash talking him. Like if you try to if I see Steve Smith trying to walk up to me on the field, I'm be like, dude, I don't want any part of talking to you. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. You, I, you think it was okay for Judy to blow him off? I, I guess it depends on what was said. Like if Steve Smith was like approaching me like, Hey man, like I just want to let yeah. you know I'm sorry, and yeah. then Jerry Judy says, you know what, go F yourself, and yeah. then then I can understand him going off on him. But if he's walking up to him and Jerry Judy's like, I don't want anything to do to do with you, talk to you right now, and then Steve Smith like doesn't even try to offer the apology and instead right. just turns around and does that. Yeah. You're I think familiar that's weak. with Steve Smith, right? <laughs> you realize I mean, this is yes. somebody who I don't think is gonna give benefit of the doubt to anybody, right? It's like Judy blew him off, 
that equals you just disrespected yeah. me. And now what do I have at my disposal? Hmm, a microphone and a camera. Goodbye. I think anybody with, uh, you know, a, a pair of eyes, though, can see that Jerry Judy ha- has a lot of talent and mm. has not been with a good offense, has not been with a good no, quarterback. No, no, no. I 100% disagree. He is, there's something, if you watch a lot of Broncos, there's something wrong with him. There's so many interceptions where like, huh, how come Judy wasn't in that spot? Like, he is a weirdly negative player. And last night you saw it too. There were so many negative plays involving him. The Broncos get rolling, then Judy makes a mistake. There's a lot of things that don't show up in the stat line that are completely wrong with Jerry Judy. Uh, and I know every Bronco fan feels that way. There's not a single Bronco fan who stands up for Jerry Judy that I've ever seen. No, his stock is as low as it could possibly be considering he was the 15th overall pick yeah, in I mean, 2020. But I guess here's the thing, right? To, to Pat's point, did Steve Smith have to, like, kick him while he's down? We all know Judy has not lived up to the expectation, but I just – I didn't think Steve Smith can be any other way, right? Like, you can take the guy off the field, but you're not going to take the – you know, you can take the guy off of football, but you're not going to take football off of the guy. Like, that's just enough to get Steve Smith riled up. I hear you. I think the reason Steve Smith is riled up, and we're all – and I'm riled up, is we all know Jerry Judy has tons of talent, and he is one of those players who just his effort does not re- – uh, meet the talent, which is probably it's better to, to stink and do badly like the Broncos, the rest of the Broncos to be really good and do really badly and to hurt your team time and time again. I, that's what I've seen because I kind of weirdly rooted for the Broncos over the years. I have no idea why Case Keenan was there. Yeah. So I watched him really closely and they dra- he wasn't there with Judy but I watch his team, and there's something deeply wrong with him. It's, it's a character issue. No, it, well, with Judy, but it, it's a flaw. I don't know about the character. No, no, thing. the whole team. Are you talking about I, the whole thing. I think the whole team has a lack of effort problem. Last night they tried, but generally all season long, they should not be this bad. It's just so funny because you don't think of the Broncos as a loser franchise, right? Because yeah. Elway and, and Peyton Manning at the end, and they've had so much success, but it's like they've been a revolving door quarterback and at head coach, quite frankly, ever since Peyton Manning walked out of the building. Nope. Uh, yeah, they haven't had a winning season. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color, starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.